Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Let's Practice Feminine Energy, a pragmatic podcast where we learn and master together the art of feminine energy. I'm Sara, your host, and I have big news. I've just got a microphone and I'm very excited because, well, now it feels real. How was your week? You can look back at the past few days, see if you could stop for a second and say hi to your body. Hey, body, here I am. I'm slowing down. I am here and now. See if you could pay attention to your breath. Well, to be honest, I have done so only once. So don't worry, you're not alone. If you haven't been consistent, don't be too harsh on yourself. It's a practice and it takes time. And even doing it once a week for a minute is better than nothing. That's why I'm here every week to remind you to do some small exercises, be more present and connected. But I'm also here in the end to remind myself at the same time. I did it only once uh, and that night I got very stressed out. I was thinking of my to-do list for the next day and then I received a message from my dad and there it was, one more item to add to my to-do list. I was upset and anxious and this happens to me often and in those moments I become grumpy and mean to the poor people I have around me. This time though, I was lucky enough to be with my partner who had listened to the first episode of this podcast. And he told me, Sara, just stop for a second, breathe in and out, do one thing at a time, just slow down. Well, I was very surprised, but I guess what goes around comes around. And this made me realize that feminine energy is also about a sense of community of mutual help and support and nurturing. And these things we're practicing and learning here can be shared and some loved ones we have around might need them at a certain time. So if you see someone around you in need of stopping for a second, slowing down, putting things into perspective, just approach them with love and compassion, just like my partner did and tell them to snap out of it and breathe in and out. This might really make a difference for them. Today, we're gonna learn a bit more about breathing, why it's important and how we can do it more consciously. Instead of asking each other, how are you doing? We should maybe ask, how are you breathing? Because the way we breathe is a very good indicator of how we're doing. Breathing is something we do as long as we live, but mostly we're not aware of it. For most of us, it's just an automatic thing that keeps us alive, but we don't use its full potential. My experience with breathing started late in life. For years, I was not conscious about it. And... The moment in which I became aware of it was because I had troubles breathing. I did athletics for a few years and at a certain point I remember I was really struggling. I had the feeling of having no air left in my lungs after running. So I went to the osteopath and he told me, show me how you breathe, Sarah. And I'm like, 
I was very confused. But then I showed him how I was breathing, the movement of my belly, my chest. And he told me, no, Sarah, you're doing it the wrong way. Basically, the osteopath told me that I was breathing only in my lungs, in a very shallow way. And he taught me how to instead use my diaphragm, a thin muscle that sits at the base of the chest and separates the belly from the chest. Years and years later, when I started practicing yoga, there it was again, the importance of breathing, of using the diaphragm. In the yoga tradition, pranayama is the practice of breath control, breath regulation. It's a main component of yoga, an exercise for physical and mental wellness. In Sanskrit, prana means life energy and yama means control. And modern yoga as an exercise consists of synchronizing the breath with movements. And for me personally, at the beginning, it was harder to follow the breathing instructions than the physical exercises. Then I started singing, meditating, taking acting classes, and in all disciplines and activities, breathing is crucial. But why is it important apart from, well, keeping us alive? Breathing is incredible. It helps with digestion, improves immunity, lowers the heart rate and cortisol levels, reduces stress, and helps us sleep. I also realized that there are so many implications and benefits for our, our work life. Breathing well and consciously for a few minutes can help you sort out stressful situations more easily, such as before a presentation, for public speaking, before an interview, uh, when you have to reply to a difficult email, when you're stressed because you need to meet a deadline, uh, before making a tough phone call or when you're dealing with a complaint. So it really applies to our everyday life. Because we live in a world of rush, of being busy all the time, doing a lot. We're overwhelmed by stimuli, inputs. Our attention is always caught by something. Notifications, social media, something new to learn, to watch, to read. But do we ever stop and just focus on our breath? If we did stop we'd find out that often we breathe too quickly, not deeply enough, too much into the lungs. And this quick and shallow breathing was designed for fight or flight situations. But in this hustle society, we mostly use this throughout the day, every day. And of course, then we feel stressed. So what can we do? We can do some breathing exercises that we need to practice carefully and mindfully, step by step, and never after eating because they can really mess up our digestion. We can stop once in a while during the day, say hi to our body, and ask ourselves, how am I breathing? Which is already a way to slow down and consciously focus on the breathing. 
you can just observe with no criticism at all because I know you will be judgy and say oh my god I'm not breathing well I do everything wrong no just observe the way you're breathing and you can sit back on your chair comfortably place your hands on your legs relax your face and shoulders and close your eyes if you feel like it You can take long and equal inhales and exhales through the nose. Try to focus on the movement of your belly. When you breathe in, it should fill up and expand. And when you breathe out, it should come back and empty. I will guide you and count to four. Just try and stay in the here and now with your body present and mindful and paying attention to your belly and to your diaphragm. So now inhale to the count of four, two, three, four, and exhale to the count of four, two, three, four. Inhale to the count of four, two, three, four, and exhale to the count of four, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four. It might take some time for your body to get used to it. And with time, you might want to increase the number. So instead of four, you can count to six or eight, for example, but do it carefully. And you might feel dizzy sometimes, and it's always good to start with very simple exercises. There are tons of other different breathing exercises out there, but my favorite is the one called alternate nostril breathing, which means you close with your fingers one nostril and breathe only through the other one, and then you switch. Here comes a shocking fact I had no idea about. We don't breathe with both nostrils. Most of the time, one nostril allows less air to pass through than the other one. This flow then switches every few hours. As we said in the last episode, the right side of our brain is feminine and is responsible for processing our emotions and influences our creativity. While the left side of the brain is the masculine side, responsible for language, logic, math, and facts. Now things become even more interesting. Breathing through the left nostril increases the activity in the right side of the brain, while breathing through the right nostril stimulates the left side of the brain. And knowing this is very valuable, because with regular practice, alternate nostril breathing can bring better balance to our nervous system and less stress in our lives. So you can decide to do alternate nostril breathing to activate both energetic parts of your brain and nervous system to achieve more balance. Or you can decide to do single nostril breathing, which means 
closing with your hand one of the two nostrils and breathing only through the other one. Breathe only through the right nostril if you need some energy, action, or breathe only through the left one if you need to calm down, to relax. I know it's a bit confusing to know what nostril does what, but I remember this in the following way. When I think about the left nostril, I say this sentence to myself. I've just left the party to go to bed. So I want to activate the left nostril, which is the relaxing one. When I think about the right nostril, I say this sentence to myself. I am right here, ready for action. So I want to stimulate the right nostril, which is the energetic one. I have no clue if this makes sense to you, but for me, it is a great way to avoid having to ask Google every time I want to do a breathing exercise, especially if I'm in bed and I just want to do some breathing through the left nostril to fall asleep more easily. Let's practice this alternate nostril breathing a bit. Now, sit in a comfortable position. If you were already sitting, then just stay comfortably where you are. And listen to me carefully, because it might be a bit confusing at first, especially if you're like me and struggle to know what is left and what is right. Now that you're sitting, place your left hand on your left knee. Now lift your right hand up close to your nose. We will be using only the right hand, so the left hand can stay on your knee. Now exhale completely. And then use your right thumb to close your right nostril. Inhale through the left nostril and then close the left nostril with your fingers. Open the right nostril and exhale through the right side. Now inhale through the right and then close the right nostril. Open the left nostril and exhale through the left side. And again, inhale on the left, close the left nostril and exhale through the right. Now inhale through the right, close the right nostril and exhale through the left. Inhale on the left, close the left nostril and exhale through the right. Now inhale through the right, close the right nostril and exhale through the left. Inhale on the left, close the left nostril and exhale through the right. Inhale on the right, close the right nostril and exhale through the left. You can continue for a few minutes when you're practicing this, 
and always remember to complete the practice by finishing with an exhale on the left side. Always remember that it takes time to learn. It took me years to deepen my shallow breath, to feel my belly moving and using the diaphragm. So be gentle to yourself, always. The good thing is that breathing exercises can change your life. You can see benefits in every activity you do. Even just the way you speak will improve and you only need a few minutes a day. Also, you can practice anywhere, especially the deep breathing exercise counting till four. You can do it while walking, cooking, waiting for the bus, with some nice music on before going to sleep. Just remember, don't do it after eating. Both the deep breathing with equal inhales and exhales and the alternate or single nostril breathing techniques can really help you come back to yourself, come back home to your body, be more present, feel a bit less stressed and slow down. Try and practice these exercises in the next few days. If you're stressed at work, if you feel upset or overwhelmed, if you struggle falling to sleep at night, if you need to give a presentation at work, if you sing or do any physical activity, try to make this practice a part of your daily life. And remember, do the alternate breathing exercise if you need more balance overall. Or close the left nostril and only breathe through the right nostril if you need energy. Instead, breathe only through the left one while closing the right one if you need to calm down. I will talk to you next week. I'm really looking forward to it. Ciao. Thank you.